live from the historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Two Douchebags and a Microphone, raw and uncensored. See behind the smoke show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off the day with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Two ass bags and a box of Cheez Its will be right back. Bean, in case I broke this up for a couple of podcasts, who knows? And, and if not, then stay, stick around. We're yep. still talking, and um, it's still raining. In between, you probably heard Satan and Amber heard Alert and um, oh, uh, our DVD maybe. Oh, could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. No telling what the fuck we threw in there. <laughs> so, anyhow, you probably heard all that shit, and now uh, voila, here we are. And they're still listening, so yeah. that's, that's pretty awesome. Well, we're just assuming a lot there. You yeah. Know? <laughs> After you hear, you know, about our uh, mullet set, our action figures and all that, <laughs> yeah. you know, they probably started vomiting. The, depending would. on how bad they vomited is depending <laughs> on whether they're still listening or not. Yeah. You know, they can vomit so bad they got dehydrated, and right now they're in an ambulance. <clears throat> and an ambulance wouldn't play us. No. <laughs> I'd be like, we want our people to get better. Yeah. Really? <laughs> so... <coughs> That's why we're called two douchebags and an microphone, not yeah. two saints and a uh, <laughs> uh, a magic box. I don't yeah. know, whatever. <laughs> uh, you hear the Brittany Mahomes hubbub again? Oh gosh, I thought she was learning to uh, make herself less uh, visible. Well, let me put it like this: she slowed down considerably, but whenever she hits it, she hits it hard. Is that fair? Yeah. 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 Like, maybe every time Patrick has a talk with her, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, won't happen again. And then, like, four months later, it rubs off. Mm. Oh, man, that son of a bitch, did you hear he said, you know, he just got his mom to fucking quiet down. I wonder if one of the other player wives, like, intentionally sets Brittany Mahomes off. <laughs> I bet you they do. <laughs> you know, the other wives can't be real happy with her. They're no. like, man, look, she's all young and shit, and... Married to the superstar of the league. Yeah. And she's, like, going off on all this shit. It can't be good. You know, the other ones are probably like, she needs to settle the fuck down. She's been a part of this club for, what, four years now? Tell her to shut up. Yeah. So, uh, anyhow, Brittany Mahomes, the wife of Kansas City Chiefs star quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, has gone to social media yet again. This time to call out Joe Rogan. Ah. Which isn't smart. No. Joe Rogan has a hell of a lot more listeners than her. And Joe Rogan likes to go off on people. Yes, he does. And he's very eloquent, common sense. I mean, for a UFC commentator and fighter, yeah, the guy makes a lot of sense, and he's really entertaining. I mean, he's the new style of entertaining. Don't get me wrong. You know, he's not like the dick jokes and the burps. Yeah. He, uh, he goes into interesting subjects. He's not a particularly really funny guy. Mm-hmm. He hits subjects that the average person are wondering about but don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. He's really intelligent on what he picks out and how he does it. And his questions, he's a really good interviewer, too. So he's un- Undeniably, he's good at what he does. Look how well, The guy makes more is. money than Howard Stern, so that tells yeah, you something. Really. And he's a podcaster. Yeah, yeah, radio in the dust. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Yesterday's technology today. Yay! <laughs> uh, in his recent episode of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, the UFC commentator was discussing the Mahomes family with comedians and fellow podcasters Shane Gillis, Mark Norman, and Ari Schaefer. The only one I heard of all of them was Ari Schaefer. I don't know who the other two guys are, but anyhow, it doesn't matter. And they started uh, roasting Brittany and Jackson Mahomes Patrick's younger brother specifically. Yeah. And he is a moron. Yes. You know what I like? Though I came around on Jackson Mahomes, Gillis said, I'm a fan. His brother that does TikToks and his annoying wife that screams. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone anyone hates on them, it actually makes me happy. (laughs) Look, they're just... 
by the context, as you can tell, these comedians are just having fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, fucking roast him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're making, they're doing content. Yeah. That's all they're doing. Mm. So, uh, Patrick Mahomes has a wife that's just wild. She's up in the box and films herself. He's right about that. <laughs> and Patrick is obviously the man. And then he's got a crazy wife and a brother up in the box doing all that shit. Then Rogan said his piece. <coughs> he said, the problem is they keep that same energy when you get divorced. They come after you with that same energy. <laughs> he's right. We've all been a victim of that. Whether you're married or not, we've had that ex uh-huh. that comes at you with the same energy they just fucking banged you for ten hours with. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, I'm in love. And they come at you with that same fucking energy, only they hate you. It's not good. Yeah. 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 That's a lot so, of power that can be used for good or evil, mm, yes. depending on how they feel yes, about it. Yes, it is, depending on it. Yeah. How you did that week or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. My, my stepmom said, you never really know someone until you divorce them. <laughs> 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 well, you know what? I, I'll put it like this, man. Like this one, this one ex-girlfriend... Mm-hmm. Well, it's just the best fucking lay around, and she was fantastic looking and everything. But if I got a fucking text, you know, you know, when we were younger, we got texts from exes, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and they they may be up to something, maybe not. Okay. Yeah. The her whole thing was control, oh. and her control core was sex, and then it goes to everything else. Mm. And you know, I'm not saying this is Brittany Mahomes, but yeah. To me, this is a form of control. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm jaded, and that's why I'm looking at it, uh-huh. but I've had that ex that was like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And very seducing. Everything is about, come on in, water's warm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm perfect. Yeah, look at me. Look mm-hmm. at me in this nighty. Look at me. Yeah. And you're just like, you being a guy are like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, we're like... Pavlog's dog, we're fucking, you know, yep. drooling all over the place and being led Making by Making promises. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Betty, yeah, that was her thing. And it was hard to get away from. Very hard to get away from. Mm-hmm. But you have that point where you're like, I can't keep lying about shit. And if you're lying about shit, there was nothing anyhow. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> like this ex that I used to go out with, uh, her name was Erica. She, we were still friends. Mm-hmm. You know, no big deal. And anyhow, she wanted some advice. This dude was, like, screwing her around. She was like, hey, Mark, you know, you know, can you give me some advice as a dude? So, anyhow, I, I'm not going to say the girl's name, but anyhow, let's just call her Kay. Okay. Yeah. All right, Kay. She goes, what's this? What's what? <laughs> Who's this Erica chick? She's a friend. Did you ever go out with her? What's that got to do with anything? <laughs> Yeah, for a little bit, but we became better friends and, you know, than daters, so we're friends to this day. I still talk to her. We'll lose her number. Well, why? <laughs> I go, do you want to read all the texts? Read all of them, and you tell me any part of that that is out of ordinary or edgy or anything, yep. and I'll delete her right now. No. No, no, no. Next time she texts you, you tell her to stop. What? Mm-hmm. And it took every. That kind of bullshit, it took everything I could do to get away from it. Yeah. Because she knew how to play that motherfucking game so well. <laughs> so, anyhow, I don't know if this is what Brittany's doing or whatever, but, man, um, let me go ahead and finish this. Okay. okay. So then, uh, Brittany takes to Twitter and says, grown men talking shit. Then she just leaves it like that. Mm. Okay. And then... She follows up with, actually, grown-ass man hating on women in general is pathetic. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, she's never hated on anybody in her life. And it wasn't really hate. <laughs> no. The uh, whole thing was tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. And he said, the Joe Rogan, what he said, he didn't say she was like that. He said the problem with women like that. Mm -hmm. He didn't say her specifically. I could see where she thought he was talking about her Mm -hmm. specifically. But, I mean, the way it was worded, he did not say her specifically. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and 
her taking insult to that kind of makes me wonder about her. Well, it's an example of feminine privilege. Go on. To where when a man says anything critical, a woman can always say, if she chooses to, Oh, look at this grown man hating on this poor woman. You know, they play the poor, weak, defenseless woman and this big, strong man is picking on me. Which is bullshit, because they're not a a scared little 1940s housewife. They're supposedly strong, mature women, and can't they handle some criticism? You would think it only makes them better. Yeah. You know, I try to do criticism objectively. Mm-hmm. I can't always do it. We all can't always do it. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes if it strikes a chord, you're the hating this motherfucker around. The mm-hmm. fuck that guy. What's he know? Yeah. In other times, if it doesn't bite that bad, eh, I'll take it for what it is. I'll be like, you know what? Probably true. Probably something I need to listen to. Okay. So, hers getting that raw of a chord there mm-hmm. makes me wonder. You know, and I'm not saying she's exactly like what I said here of an ex. Mm-hmm. But it sounds to me like there's some sort of control going on. Like maybe there's some insecurity because such a superstar Patrick is. And that's fine. I understand that, man. If I was going out with a chick of uh, his elk, mm-hmm. I'd be always worried too, you know. And, and it, what he said, what Rogan said only makes sense. It does. If you if you go at something that you're passionate about with all your intelligence and all your emotions, then whatever you're passionate about changes. You know, oh, I'm passionate about this marriage, so she's really into it. Oh, I'm passionate about getting out of this marriage. She yeah. would be really Listen, into that. Everybody does that. That same thing works for her husband. I think, His passion and fire is uh-huh. the reason he is who he is. I think uh, I think a big deal for Brit for Brittany Mahomes is she didn't like the implication that she could ever be divorced from Patrick. Yeah, that's what she didn't like. Actually, you hit it more than I did. Yeah, that's it right there. Mm-hmm. It's like what? No, no, no. We're gonna be married forever. Shut your mouth. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It painted her in the light of you know the temporary Mrs. Mahomes. Oh. Until yep. the next one comes along. I think that's more what, whether okay. she admits it to herself, that's what's bugging her. So on the surface, she's like, grown ass men picking on women. Oh, us poor little teeny tiny women were so helpless. I, that, I find more attitude. issue with that than anything else. Yeah, it's such she a She made herself attitude. such a victim when she wasn't. Remember that presidential debate, or vice presidential debate, or whatever it was, when Hillary Clinton was debating with someone else, and the guy caught her... Um, she was trying to weasel out of something, and he pinned her down to where she agreed to oh, something. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he approached with a with a sheet of paper, said, "Will you sign that? Will you sign right now, promising to do that?" And everyone said, "Ooh, big strong man." He yeah, was so I remember threatening that. The poor woman, and you know, Hillary Clinton recoiled and, and tried to do the "Oh, I'm I'm so scared of the big strong man" thing. Um, and she had for, a bigger dick than him. <laughs> yeah. And for like a day or two, it was a big deal. Was, Ooh, big strong man, poor little Hillary. Yeah, I remember And then that. they realized, okay, no one's going to vote for her if we paint her as poor little Hillary, intimidated by every man. Why do you think she lost the election to Trump? Yeah, she she couldn't, among other things, she couldn't decide how to paint herself. No, I know. She was so wishy-washy yeah. that Trump and his uh, campaign did an excellent job of pointing every one of them out. Yep. And then when the general public started looking at it, they're going, you know what? They're right. I may not like this guy that well, but he's not her. Yeah, as, as someone put it, the, there have been the many Democrats, campaigns won, I'm not him. The Democrats nominated probably the most hated woman in America to run against Trump. Yeah. yeah. And rightly or wrongly, well, they really underestimated she was very much hate hated. Her. Yeah. I mean, there was all the Arkansas feelings and... Oh, the Vince Foster, all this stuff that was under her belt, allegedly. Mm-hmm. All this stuff added up. It's like, how many dust can be around you? You know, yeah. <laughs> how many suicides? And then they started counting up all the promises that she'd made over the decades. And you know what? 
She hadn't come through on a lot of those. Black people were still disadvantaged. Immigrants were still she having trouble getting the She took the most advantage country. of the uh, Welfare system still sucked. Yeah. You know, she, she made all these, you know, oh, look at all the things we're going to do. And mostly what she did was just get herself reelected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, oh, she failed at oh the well. biggest stage of all because she was found out by that point. So I, I think it's really hilarious that she'll go down in history as the person who lost to Trump <laughs> in the presidential election. As awful as Trump was, she lost much, to him. And how much do you see of her now? <laughs> oh, mercifully very little. Well, yeah, mm. she can't live that down. Yeah. The other thing is, is let's look at her husband. <laughs> Mr. Sexual Predator. Oh my God. How Mr. that guy Rapist. ever got elected God. is beyond me because a lot of that stuff was already common knowledge about him, but yeah. people overlooked it. Like, okay, he's not perfect. What do you mean, not perfect? The guy's a fucking predator. <laughs> the guy needs to be in jail. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess they paid the right people and killed no, the it, right it's, people. And... It's just the American stupidity. And we can go into that here in a second. I'm going to go about that commercial I talked yeah. about and how stupid America is. So, okay. My last question of the Mahomes thing where we started at was, oh, yeah, how long can he let this go on before it really starts damaging him and his reputation? Yeah, it's it's going to damage his image. You know? right I now think it we already look at, is to a little bit. Right now we see him on the TV commercial and he's like, oh, there he is, the great, you know, he's such an awesome guy, great quarterback, he's so fun. But if in six months we're thinking, oh, there he is, <laughs> God, his wife's such a bitch. Mm-hmm. You look at somebody differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And also, like I was talking the other day, just me and you, they need to keep the partying down a little bit. I think so, too, Marty yeah. Shotty, Marty Schottenheimer very famously said this. Back in the day, in the yeah. 90s, he said, nothing good happens after 2 a.m., so don't be out. Yep. He was right. Yeah. 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 They're out so. drinking and, and uh, partying, and, and there was a photo of Mahomes at some basketball game, and he looked hungover as hell. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people are trying to find a way to tarnish his image. Yeah, all they're doing is giving him fuel. And look, I'm not saying you can't have fun and all that. True. But I'm saying they're going to have to start being a little bit more careful with all this. Yeah. All it takes is one person making one allegation. Mm -hmm. And at that level, you pay them off because you Uh, want this to go away very quickly. And you probably didn't do it. No. But that allegation floating out there for six months, they don't need that. So you pay it off. And then people have fuel going, well, you paid them off. Well, that's probably not the reason they paid him off. They probably paid him off just to get him to go the fuck away. I've heard people say that it's it's not fair that you know celebrities have to be like so perfect and they're held to a higher standard. Blah blah. Um, <laughs> they're the ones that do that. You know, Mahomes can act any way he wants. He doesn't have to ask his wife to change behavior. He doesn't have to quit partying, etc. But he will have the consequences of his actions Mm -hmm. because we don't have to keep idolizing him. Uh, Companies don't have to keep having him sponsor their products. Well, yeah. It's all an interdependent relationship. It would start with one bad incident and State Farm would be like, you know what? Um, Let's uh, let's go with, uh, I don't know, let me think, uh, Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't, this didn't happen to him. Yeah. You know, he can be the new State Farm guy. You know. And just like Mahomes is, you know, perfectly free to act however we want, then the rest of us are perfectly free to feel however however we are going to feel about exactly. Him. And listen, I think Mahomes <clears throat> is a fine guy. Mm-hmm. He is, and he's a really good face for the NFL. I'm just noticing some little things that could be issues coming up. Mm-hmm. That's all. And I wish the best for him. I obviously want him in Kansas City forever. But above all, I want him to be happy, have a happy, healthy life. Yeah. And that's it. So, being a person that, you know, that cares, you know, this part of this is not, um, you know, some of the stuff that's been going on with his wife specifically. Yeah. So, anyhow. I think a good example of how misunderstood celebrity status is Remember the woman who called a press conference to tell people to 
let her just go back to leading a normal life and quit focusing on her? Yes. Was that Jessica Hahn? I think it was, yes. Yeah, she called a press conference to tell the press to quit <coughs> have quit talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a megalomaniac. Yeah. So, a, a lot of people have that attitude of, okay, the celebrity gets to be a celebrity, but they also get the same pass that the rest of us get for being anonymous. No, when you're no longer anonymous, you lose a lot of that protection. And if you don't like that trade-off, then go back to being anonymous. Yep. Yeah, like all the poor tortured rock stars. Oh, I'm too rich and famous. It's (coughs) terrible. Fuck. Okay, you can still make your music and go play your music and not be rich and famous. Yeah. It's your choice. Start doing little small venues then. Yeah. Don't do the big arenas. Uh Uh-huh. And don't advertise. Don't promote. Yeah. You won't be famous anymore. Yeah, you'll go away. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's choice. Or just walk away if it's that big of a pain in the ass for yeah. people to love you and fawn on you. Yeah, I just it's so obnoxious when people start complaining about how good they have it. <laughs> I know. And everybody else is looking at him like, you're a fucking asshole. <clears throat> Remember the guy weeping and crying, leave Brittany alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that guy, I don't even think he meant it. I think he wanted to get a bunch of hits on the internet. Yeah. Oh, they could give one ounce of fuck about Britney. Yeah. 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 He had he had his little moment of fame, and then he's yeah, had his he's little, like, little his little where boomer. are they now moments. <laughs> yeah, look at that! I got yep. nine thousand views. Uh. But their views and people think you're a fucking idiot, uh, and they're probably right. Yeah. Well, anyhow. <laughs> it was supposed. Oh, look at this raw, spontaneous moment of emotion. No, he set up a camera. Exactly. And he set that's, up lights. That's exactly what I'm saying. And he framed yeah. it correctly. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yep. some spontaneous moment. Oh, hey, thank you. Hey, did you <laughs> did you order anything? Yeah, yeah. I, get, I ordered another coffee and uh, um, huh. some uh, of the biscotti. I should, oh, that's probably why it took a little bit longer. Yeah. Okay, well, she just dropped mine off but didn't get yours. So. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure they'll bring it here in a little bit. Hope okay. so. I'm getting hungry. Oh, yeah. This biscotti, the biscotti here is fucking awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Like, uh, they put like a layer of kind of like caramel on the bottom of it or something. They make it in-house. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's good. Oh. I'm not sure. Is that like a caramel coating on the bottom of it? it? Yeah, it tastes like it. I'm going to have to just have to ask if it's dairy-free. Usually caramel means butter, so. No, he said it was dairy-free. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not sure what it is. No, me. Well, it's good. Yeah. yeah, so you can have them all you want. Yeah. Yeah. So here uh, next, we're going to go into, since we're talking about fame and rock stars and stuff, an observation of mine of how stupid the American public is. I'm <laughs> aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, babbling brook, ocean waves, and roaring river for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. To douchebagsandmicrophone.net, your one-stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. To douchebagsandmicrophone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Two emotionally disturbed dirt bags and a popsicle will be right back. Juice bags. In the microphone. All right. Coming at you in your ear holes. <laughs> um, I'm Mark. I'm Topher. And we're said people coming in your ear holes. And whatever whatever other hole a your phone might be. A straight load of us down your throat or whatever. What's the Chris Collinsworth? Let's see. A big load a of his straight A big load of... Whatever that player was coming straight down your throat. He got the word coming right in, in there. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, coming straight down your throat. Yeah. And uh. you could hear the kind of small gas from Al Michaels. Like, <laughs> <clears throat> you could actually, 
If they were showing them, you could see the fucking shadows <laughs> of the people's hands. Whoa! 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 <laughs> Enough! <laughs> you know, after he said that, he's probably like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Can't undo that live yep. TV. So. <laughs> so much for the seven second delay. Yeah. <laughs> Someone should have hit it and just acted like it's technical. Yeah. So, I was talking about how stupid the American public is. Mm-hmm. I got a good case point and game match right here. All right. Okay. Everyone knows that credit card commercial with Slash on it? Yeah. Okay. Slash comes up this audition. There's a couple of stupid kids there like with Like a little guitars. kid's garage band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the geeky-looking ones that look like one of the Pinazzo brothers from uh, uh, from Sticks. Remember how <laughs> yeah, geeky they look? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like with their fucking... Uh, Goofy ass fucking fro, whatever. Yeah. yeah in the long neck, and I, I mean, kind of Howard Stern looking little fucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a young Stern or something. Anyhow, they're sitting there with their guitars on the uh, um, on the couch, and Slash is there playing. And he's playing Sweet Child Oh Mine. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Which is not that great of a lick. No. It's very average. It's catchy, but it's very average, right? And Slash hates it. He says it's stupid. It's ridiculous. I hate it playing is. it. It's, it's it was just some dumb little twerpy thing, and yeah, yeah. I've never liked the song. I liked every other song on Appetite except that one. Yeah, yeah. And what was the biggest hit? That, that one. That one. Yeah. So it's a piece of crap song. We all know it. Anyone that knows anything about music knows it's a piece of crap song. So. What song do they accentuate to get their point across that? Yeah. When it's a piece of crap song. Yeah. And it's really doesn't, it's not a riff that accentuates how good Slash is. No. That's a very average guitar piece that most people that play guitar can do easily. So, why didn't they do like, um, It's So Easy? Or, um, welcome or to Paradise the City? Or Welcome to the Jungle? One of those riffs that is really good. And accentuates Slash's dominance on um, on um, his rhythm, mm-hmm. or know? just have him, you know, playing, ripping out some some big, awesome lead. Yeah. The reason they went with "Sweet Child O oh, Mine" is because <laughs> it is O. Oh, it's it not is. of. Everyone says if. No, it's O. Oh. Sweet Child O oh, oh, Mine. Yep. The reason they went with "Sweet Child O oh, Mine" is because that's all the American public fucking knows. Yes. The fucking rubes only know that one. Yeah. So they had to go with a piece of shit song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, how about uh, hearing a riff off uh, maybe uh, um, You Could Be Mine? That's Mm -hmm. a pretty fucking potent riff. Yeah. Um, Let's see. uh, Is it so easy that has the dual guitars going over each other? Izzy Stradlin is doing the chords, Mm. and he's just kind of strutting them stone style. And fucking Slash is just like fucking blistering <laughs> these uh, these power chords. <coughs> but see, they didn't want to give you good music or no. technical ability, or they didn't care to show you how good Slash is. No. They just wanted to give the person who's not paying attention something they instantly recognize, and they go, oh, that guy... Ha, 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 that's funny. Yeah, and then the chick in the band uh-huh. running over there. Stop. You're in. Uh-huh. It, it was nothing that would fucking do that. People go, okay, that's cool. Now what Now what can you do? Yeah, what can you really do? Yeah. And she runs over there. It's like this, it's this brilliant fucking Picasso piece <laughs> yeah. or something, you know. And it's bullshit. And <clears throat> she's over there running over there like, oh, my God, we struck gold. No. No, if that was an actual audition, they didn't know who Slash was, and he played that. Like, okay, that's cute. What now? They would not buy on that. They'd be like, okay, all right, cool, but yeah. So that accentuates how stupid the American public is. Their attention span is just that. It's like, well, we got to get the song mm-hmm. that everyone fucking knows. We can't get the kindas. Like, oh, okay, sweet child, no mind. Everyone uh-huh. will know that Slash. All know it's Guns N' Roses, and it's a piece of crap song. Yeah. So. And the people like us who know that they could have chosen better, 
we're not the ones that they're advertising to anyway. No, you're right. They don't want someone who has critical thinking, can make choices, knows there's something better. They, they're looking for the person who's willing to just grab the first thing that's thrown yeah. in front of them. Let me put it like this. <coughs> Let's say the credit card company, I'm not sure who it was, CapFed or something. I went and I started looking at small print, 24% interest. Nope, I'm not interested. I don't care if Slash <laughs> fucking played for him or not. Yep. No. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, that was an observation that I had to just fucking talk about because it was just complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. There are two reasons for credit card companies to charge such high interest. One is because they want to get rich. And two is because they have a shit ton of fraud going on and that's how they pay for it. Yeah. So the higher those interest rates are, the, the more likely you're going to get hacked. Yeah, the worst company it is to do business with. Those high interest rates should chase you away. Yeah, they should. You know, you're like, oh, well, my credit's bad. That's all I can get. Well, they're about as bad as you are. Yeah. Their, yeah. their credit's bad. Yeah, that's true. They're crooks and criminals and fly by nights. Yep. So. The CEO of Southwest probably went there. Uh huh. Yeah. So anybody who says, well, you're a credit risk and not every, not everyone would want to do business with you, well. It's like, well. If they're doing business with you, they're feather, just as bad. Birds of a feather, motherfucker. Birds of a feather. Uh huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'll put it like this, and I'm pretty sure you're like this. I have credit cards, none of them are in the twos. Yeah. None of them are in the twos on percentage. I will not do that. Yeah. Hey, you don't go over ten percent on a credit card. Well, I get them paid up real quick anyhow. Yeah. But no, I don't. I don't deal with fucking thieves. You know, it's it it. It seems to me that it really works out better to get like a credit union credit card. It is because you get you save a lot more. Yeah, it is. I yeah. yeah. Um, Monday night. Changing notes here. Yeah. Monday night, I was at home kind of bored, and I was writing out some material and shit. Mm-hmm. American Idol was playing in the background. Yeah. Okay. And it's not my preferred show, but Val was in the room, and, you know, she likes the show. and uh-huh. It's mildly entertaining at times to me. So, anyhow, I was sitting there, and, uh, you know, I was American Idol's in the background. I scouted the internet to bring some ha-ha, you know, to America. Quick observation. Little Joey Burrow looks just like an idol contestant from small town Illinois. <laughs> Any of them, honestly. I don't care if it's Elgin to <coughs> fucking... Um, <laughs> it could be a, a slightly bigger town, Champagne. It could be... I'm trying to think of some... Uh, Mattoon. Uh, <coughs> any of these little towns in Illinois. Evanston. Evanston, yeah. All he's missing is a piece <coughs> of straw hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> That is little Joey Burrow yeah. to the T. You know the guy that got his ass kicked, got sacked like five times, mm-hmm. and went home crying? That guy right there. <laughs> and again, fuck you, Cincinnati. We don't have any listeners any. I looked the other day, so eat my ass, fuck faces. <laughs> it's too bad you didn't get your ass kicked on the way out, too. Mm. Yeah. Gosh. Eat him. <coughs> Fucking hit a pothole and you spill your coffee all over your lap on the way out of Arrowhead. <laughs> so, oh boy. Yep. Anyhow. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? <coughs> all right. We went through the Russell Wilson. Again, I apologize for my voice. I told you not to drink that battery acid. It was good. Hmm? I was trying to improve my voice for this show. <laughs> Um, here's one. A large metal ball. This is like real radio here. Mm -hmm. This is like unrehearsed. I'm like going through, what stories haven't we told? (laughs) This one right here. A large metal ball has washed up on the beach of the Japanese city of Hamatsu. Yeah. Hamatsu City, Japan. The beach was immediately shut down and the authorities were called to inspect the object in fear. It was some sort of an old bomb. Yeah. Because they have, they still have that happen. There's still bat bombs for God's sakes. Yeah. They go off every now and then. Yep. I think it was a uh, give them hell, Harry, Harry Truman, <laughs> Kansas City native, Independence, Missouri, which is a suburb of yeah. Kansas City. Yeah. Give them hell, Harry. <laughs> Ordered the bat bombs. Yeah. <laughs> they let them loose, and all these bats went up to all these people's houses, went up in the attic, and boom, 
Yep. Up. They didn't know where they're coming from. They're like, what the fuck? How, how did they get a bomb in fucking Shu Young's house over there? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, uh, you know, the authorities were called to inspect the object and fear some sort of an old bomb. The large metal ball proved not to be a threat to lives. It is still unknown what the ball was or is. It, it has what appears to be two handles on each side, suggesting the ball was most likely attached to some sort of hook. Hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm trying to figure it out, but the way this described it, I, I'm not sure. It was in the ocean. Yeah. It is a large metal ball. It looked to me, by the picture, probably being 20 by 20. Yeah. If it's hollow and airtight, it could act as a float. Even though it's made of metal, it would float. No, it did float. Yeah. That's how they found it. It floated on shore. Mm-hmm. So... Um, anyhow, the object was also suspected of maybe being a Chinese surveillance uh, balloon as well. Hmm. No, the spear was eventually determined to be hollow. Their guess is about the same as ours. They have no clue what it was or where hmm. it came from. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, this is another one of those UFO deals, only this is just yeah. like, what is it and where did it come from? Well, you know, the ocean has been always been a really good place to hide things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it's so difficult to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's always dark, it's cold, things move around. Yeah, it's... There's a lot of stuff hidden out there in the ocean that uh, <laughs> isn't going to get found. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it just makes you wonder what it once was. What purpose could have held? Yeah. I mean, it caught my eye just because of what could it have been, you know? It is odd. It's pretty perplexing. Other than a really indestructible float, I can't think of what other reason. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know either. Well, I had an example. You had an example of how dumb Americans are. I had an example of how callous and unfeeling companies are. Okay. Uh, I saw it commercial the like other day. Like my ex-company that was sold in January to an investment firm? Yeah. <laughs> 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 they got virtually shit for it if what I heard was true. You're familiar with the Tide Pods and people who would eat the Tide Pods? And mm-hmm. It started as children looking at them thinking they were candy. And they, uh, they were appealing and they smelled nice. And so little kids would eat it. Then it became a, a challenge for people and uh, it struck me the other day that the company that makes them their response was I mean what they could have done was make the Tide Pods look different so they weren't attractive to little kids and they didn't want to stick them in their mouth Mm -hmm. but instead what they did is they left them very tempting and delicious looking they just made the package harder to get into yes so that shows they could have taken those colors and hid them. They could have made them ugly. They could have made it uh, uh, unpleasant. <coughs> yeah. But oh, that would affect sales. So hmm, we want these children to be safe, but only if it doesn't affect sales. Mm-hmm. So oh, let's just make it tougher to get into the package. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 and that was on purpose, too. How callous and cruel is the company? They what? could just make it less attractive to little kids. Here's why they did that. Because it's attractive to housewives. Yep. Yeah. They're not going to change that. A few kids die, they don't care. No. They're going to act like they care, and they're going to go, well, we made the packaging harder to get into. Uh-huh. Bullshit. It's just enough to satisfy They could have covered up those colored balls that look so cool, uh-huh. and they could have like uh, put like some sort of an ugly puke brown on them or something uh-huh. no one would have been in line to eat those no <laughs> but no it's like well we we did our part we made the package harder to get into <laughs> and what did the american public do oh thank you uh-huh yeah that's like uh uh don't take the gun out of the hand of the crazy person just make it harder for him to pull the trigger <laughs> <laughs> that's basically the same kind of attitude yeah that's a great idea <laughs> And now, a brand new feature, Strange Insults from an Alien. May you always step in a wet spot after putting on fresh socks.
Two Shirley Temples and a bottle of scotch. We'll be right back. Charging places like in an airport. Oh yeah, but hotel. first, two douchebags, one microphone. We still are. We're still two douchebags and a microphone. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Well, I wanted to get to the filthy bean. We haven't been mentioning it a whole lot. And, That's uh, right. This yeah. we're we're not being nice to our hosts. No, we we got to mention it a few more times. We're at the filthy bean in Nashville. Yeah, nice car drive down here. We're gonna drive back tomorrow before the weather turns nasty yeah. in KC. Yep. yep. Unless Rick wants to put us up for a couple of days and maybe yeah. we'll stay down here. And, yeah, have to go to the Gibson garage and uh, maybe buy a Mesa Well, yeah, movie. because it's going to be raining. we got to go inside. Yeah, yeah. If you go in there, you have to buy something. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, like it's, it's kind of It's rude not to. Yeah. I've heard Gibson is starting to put a, a lot of guitars, uh, vintage guitars up for sale. Really? Uh, guitars that they've been keeping in storage for mm-hmm. years and years and years. It's like... Suddenly they're deciding to go ahead and sell them, let people have them and play them. You know what? That's the best. Isn't it? Someone wants it bad. Yeah. They get to play the thing. Yeah. You don't want that thing just sitting there collecting fucking rust. Yeah. That's yeah. the worst thing you could do to a work of art like that. Yeah. It's, some of these guitars have just been sitting in, you know, on display yeah. somewhere just, you know, to look at it as an example. And they're like, eh, let's no, go that's ahead and sell not it. right. A fine instrument like that needs to be played. It does. Yeah, so it's yeah. pretty awesome they're starting to play them. Yeah, that is. Anyway, um, we were going so. into airports before I rudely interrupted and wanted to talk about the filthy bean yeah. and how good it is here. And thank you, Rick. <laughs> and we're out on the patio today, so we're not in there trying to find that little gecko that we're sure is in there running around. Yeah, because we hear the yeah. crickets. It's eating the crickets. Yeah. Should we proclaim this our table outside? Yes, this okay. this will be the douchebag table. We're going to make sure he gets a plaque for that one, too. Yep, yeah, yeah. So. Like you've heard of the cool table, this is the douchebag table. Yeah, this is the uncool table. <laughs> so. Anyhow, sorry, anyway, the so floor is yours. All right, so we've seen, all seen, and probably used those uh, public charging stations. Uh, they have them in airports. Uh, sometimes hotel lobbies will have one. Uh, other kind of public gathering places. Uh, bad news is that while your phone is plugged in, it's directly connected and there's a pretty easy hack that someone else who is, you know, right there next to you plugged in. They and can, they just look like someone waiting for a phone. Uh-huh, they're, they're looking at their phone, just like you're looking at your phone. But uh-huh. you guys are all plugged into this, physically plugged into the same thing, so information can flow. And they can hack into your phone and start grabbing stuff off it through your charging It's real table. easy to do, too, because I had this... Uh, pointed out to me and I had no idea mm-hmm. I uh, have this relative that was in army intelligence uh-huh. and we are at the casino one night and all of a sudden he goes hey turn your phone off what? turn your phone off right now uh, okay turn it off he said that guy right there he's scouring getting people's information how can you tell he said because of how he has his phone sitting in his pocket and how he's walking up to people uh Yeah, he could tell. And then he went to the security there, and they busted the guy. <coughs> There's something called near-field transfer. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. I think lines. this is what it was. <coughs> and he, you, ha- you have to have the phone, mm-hmm. like, in the same... Really close. Height, latitude, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> and, and you have to be there for a certain percentage of time. So this guy is getting right, uh, the way that my uh, relative noticed was, Uh this guy was walking right next to people, having his phone in line was there, he would Mm -hmm. shift his phone around, and he'd wait the 20 seconds or whatever, and then leave. And uh, my my, uh, relative noticed that, and he said, hey, because he was in Army Intelligence, and they do a lot of hack stuff and all that. And he told me that, and I'm like thinking, I don't know, I don't think, the guy's just fucking looking for a slot to play. He was correct. You remember those commercials where they show a guy, you know, guys touching the phones and they'd be changing, exchanging information? Oh, yeah. That's the technology. <coughs> oh, the sharing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, normally, and it's the same thing as like when you, you tap your phone up to the pay thing and you do your Apple Pay or Google Pay mm-hmm. or whatever. It's the same kind of, you know, it's just close, and permissions have been granted. Yeah, and, and also you have to have your phone in sharing mode to do that. Mm-hmm. So, so if you have your phone guy, in sharing mode, that means anybody. Uh, 
But I'm sure what this guy's done, he's put a hack on his phone that all he has to do is get it close to yours, and it... He doesn't need permission. He yeah, grabs his, that his phone, you know, requests permission from, from your phone, and in doing so, infects your phone and makes it accept. Yeah, and let's say and you have a Bank of America app. He's, yeah. All your numbers. And he's sitting there for 20 seconds or so, and while his phone searches through your phone, and he's probably, you know, feels like a, a double vibration or something in his pocket yeah, when his phone is done. Yeah, and that's when he leaves. Yeah. And then he moves on. Yeah. And then, you know, he moves up to the next person, and he gets close enough, and his phone hacks your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess they can't do it if your phone's off. No, no. That's... That's pretty tough to do. Although, I'm going to start doing that in airports. Just shut my phone off unless I'm using it. The cell phone manufacturers, I don't think, or will admit it, but there is a way that they can turn on a phone that's off. They can send some sort of signal really? to it. That as long as there's a battery in it, it's not really off. Wow. And that's the main reason they made batteries <coughs> no longer removable. Is because you can now never fully turn off your phone. It's always at least partially on. Is that for pings? Like if something happens to you or something, let's say you're climbing a mountain. That's one of the reasons. Yeah. Yeah, okay, one of the reasons. But even if your phone is off, I mean, there's something in the phone that's awake and waiting for you to push that power button. Mm -hmm. So at least part of the phone is on. That's true. That's true. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I would have to have some mechanism going, mm -hmm. oh, oh, yeah, 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 oh, here you are, okay, hang on, let me wake the yeah. phone up. Yeah. When you push the power button, it's not like you're plugging so it's like the plugging into TV or something. Pushing the power button just sends a signal to the computer, which is awake, uh -huh. and tells it, turn the phone on. It's like Alfred the butler going and getting uh -huh. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He opens yeah. the door, yes, uh-huh, uh, hi, I'm here to see Bruce Wayne for that news article. Just a moment. <laughs> Master Wayne. Yep. Albert's, yes. Albert's always awake in your phone. Yep. Yeah. So it's Alfred. Master Wayne. Yes. We have a lovely young lady here uh, wanting to do an interview. Why? Why, yes, Alfred, please let her in by all means. But, you know, I, I figured... He said he's in a smoking jacket and slippers. Yeah, but Bruce really wasn't into lovely young ladies. He was into lovely young men. <laughs> Who was it? Bruce Wayne. He was into uh, Robin. Oh, oh, I got you. Bruce Wayne, the character. Yeah. I was thinking actor. Uh, Bruce no, Wayne, no. the billionaire. Yes, yeah. And I just said his name. What the fuck is wrong Adam West. Adam, oh. Yeah, you said the same Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I got him mixed up. Anyhow. <laughs> um, uh, um, uh, anyhow, yeah. And, and whenever I say Batman, I never consider Robin part of it. He's just like a fucking idiot that hangs around. Yeah. I always think Batman, the Batman. No Robin, fuck Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Robins are pretty useless. Look, he can go on his own comic, and then idiots can go buy that shit that like that. Yeah. You know? Bird boy. Yeah, bird boy. Where he's going around <laughs> battling, I don't know, like fucking tulips. <laughs> you come here, you tulip, I'm going to beat you up. Oh, it's a bumblebee. I'm going to get you good. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Batman's fucking killing off the Joker and shit. He can go be doing that, or he can go on day trips to wineries. Yeah. Hi, I'm Robin, and I'm going to go on a day trip to uh, Billy's Winery. Yeah, I said Billy. <laughs> or the winery and Billy. I'm going to go to the winery and Billy. Well, one more thing before we put the cell phone thing to breath. <laughs> what the fuck? Where did we go from um, there? Anyhow, go ahead. Um... Being the responsible and, and, and nice people we are here at Two Douchebags, we've come microphone. up and our crack staff, and we've come up with a workaround. It's plumber's crack. Not Yeah, not, not cocaine crack. The other one didn't work. No. We'll just say that. So here's the workaround for those public uh -huh. charging places. Get a small uh, rechargeable battery pack mm -hmm. and use that to recharge your phone. And then recharge that battery pack at the portable at the power places in the airport. Actually, I already do that because hotels. it's faster charging. Uh huh. 
So when you plug your battery in, nobody can hack your phone. Mm-hmm. And then just keep that recharged battery around and plug your phone into that. I take the pack to me on the plane. And your phone is never, ever connected to anybody else directly. You know how streaming fucking cuts your battery usage down? Yeah. So I charge the battery pack. I may be at like 70% or something. I don't worry mm-hmm. about that. I charge the battery pack, and when I get on the phone, I plug the battery pack into my phone. Mm-hmm. So when I'm at the airport, unless it's a really long layover, yep. I don't even touch it at the airport. Yep. And then when I get on the plane, I start streaming movies because out of boredom and all that, or uh-huh. looking up worthless information for this show. You know. <laughs> so, anyhow, when I'm doing that, then I plug the battery pack in, and it always keeps it a little above 70, let's say it's at 70%. When I get done streaming and mm-hmm. looking up worthless information, then I'll probably leave the plane at like 76% or something, and I'm fine, you know? Yeah. So I'll already do that, so. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a thought for you people. <clears throat> it, it's really nice to carry around uh, like 10 hours of extra life for your phone in the form of this little battery. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And then you can you can leave that in your hotel room charging while you're out for the day, and you come back and it's all fully charged, ready for you. But but to be running around with a cord and a charger and looking for somewhere to plug in, and then you have to stand there while your phone charges. Nah, that's short sighted. I see everybody doing that too, and yeah. like they're anchored there. That that that's like running up to your car with a a, a cup full of gas and splashing it in. And then driving a little bit and running out, and then you have to run back to the gas station Throw a little for another splash cup. Again, yeah. yeah, get a freaking gas tank. You know that's what that battery pack or, is. It's a gas tank. Or shut your phone <laughs> off. And if you know your other person that's with you, if you have another person with you, is going to be there. Uh-huh. Have them sit next to your phone while your phone is off charging. Charges so much faster. Yeah, and then you go do what you want. Me, I like to charge up the battery pack, and usually Val's sitting there, and then mm-hmm. I'm like walking around because I know I'm going to be on a plane for three hours. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that'd be nice. that's nice if you're traveling someone. One of you can have your phone off and one charging and one of you have the phone on and then just alternate. Yeah. Yep, that's the way to do it. So there, you're welcome, America. Yeah. <laughs> Great information from two douchebags. And a microphone. Yes. And our that's crack what, staff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted to go into. The cocaine crack will probably never get our money back for the cords that they no. sold and the laptops. And, yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot, CIA, for inventing crack and making yeah. it so popular. And if you think we're joking, look it up. Look it up. Yeah. Fucking known fact by now. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, anyhow... Um, a person dressed as a Ghostface killer from the uh, Scream franchise prompted multiple 911 calls in uh, California. Oh my gosh, that yep. would freak out a lot of people. Oh yeah. <laughs> it would freak me out too. I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. But police said the person was hired to promote the latest installment of the franchise. You know, I thought I saw a trailer for a, another one of those. You did? It's like number six in the series or something. Yeah, I think it is six. Gosh. I can't believe that that piece of shit went to six. <laughs> then again, Chucky's on, what, 30? Yeah, true. And that's a piece of shit. Let's see how many Final Fantasy games have there been. Oh, gosh. It's like they're up to like 85 oh. or something. So much for being a final. Something insane, I know. <laughs> it's like, okay, when is the final final coming up? I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like the Kiss End of the Road Tour. Yeah. It's like... No, I, <laughs> Final Sorry, Fantasy go goes on and on, but the never-ending story ended. Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard snippets of uh, Kiss on Howard Stern, I think it was this morning, actually. Uh-huh. And anyhow, Paul Stanley is like, well, the tour would have been over if it wasn't for COVID, the end of the road tour. They retired in 98. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this has not been all the end of the road tour. And Stern, being the little bitch that he is nowadays, didn't even question it. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No. In 98, they said they're going to bring everybody back in the original makeup because that's when the 80s shit started wearing off and mm. they had to go back to their original gimmick. Yeah. Because they couldn't be the fucking butt rock band that they were. Yeah. So they had to come back. And they had to uh, 
and they had to bring the makeup back, otherwise they had nothing else. Mm. And they, the only way they could sell it, all original members <coughs> in yeah. their original makeup. Yep. So everything, the wheels fell off, and most of it was like uh, Ace Freely and Peter Chris's stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they all had issues and couldn't get them under control. So, yeah, I understand that. But that was supposed to be the end right there. That was supposed to be it. That was the, the final tour. Going to retire after that. Yeah. Then what they do, um, they uh, hired Eric Singer to uh, re-replace um, uh, Peter Chris, mm-hmm. who was in the band when they were a butt rock band because Eric Carr passed away. Yeah. And Eric Carr was a fantastic drummer. Man, yeah. he was a talent. Yeah. So, anyhow, so then they hire Eric Singer back. And then Ace flames out, and then they hire uh, Tommy Thayer of Black and Blue, mm-hmm. but he was Ace Guitar Tech for a long time. Yeah. And so, anyhow, it's like, wait a minute, you guys were retiring, and this was the end of the road tour or whatever, uh, or not end of the road, what was it? <clears throat> they guaranteed it was the end because they were selling all their stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I'm sure at the, even at the time, Gene was like, yeah, this is just a gimmick, we're going to be back. Oh, they knew it. They they left themselves away. When they hired Eric Singer, I'm like, what's that about? Because they didn't have any tour dates to fulfill. It's like, why are you hiring him? Mm-hmm. I thought you're done. <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, the Sonoma Police Department was called multiple times Monday morning about a person standing in the street corner next to the Sonoma Plaza while in costume. Scream 6 is the latest offer in Samoma, has a history with the franchise. It, the scenes of the original 1996 film were filmed in Sonoma, California, including Sonoma Square, which is where he was at. Yeah. So it was like a production, but since it was from 96, nobody fucking remembered. Yeah. You know, people driving by, hell, they're probably just being hatched at that time. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, a similar stunt. Uh, Stephen King's book It was made into a TV miniseries back in the 80s so that familiarized a lot of people with Pennywise the Clown oh yeah that's right so then when the remake of It happened a few years back before it came out um, someone dressed as Pennywise was showing up here and there on people's trail cams and security cams and you know scaring the shit out of a number of people and uh it actually became kind of a serious deal because a lot of people were threatening you saying you know if it shows up my house i'm gonna shoot and uh the movie studio was contacted by law enforcement is like look if you're behind this and this is a stunt then you you got to know that whoever you've got hired to dress up in this clown suit he's probably going to get killed and publicly the studio said oh no 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 this isn't us we're not doing that but by golly no one ever saw that clown again uh-huh <laughs> yep <laughs> the studio got the message and they pulled their mm-hmm. whoever it was that was going out there yeah, in the clown like, hey, suit uh x-nay on the uh, clown a uh-huh. yeah no no more yep yeah and they're like, we had no idea. This is another erasing history deal uh, that we're talking about. Plausible deniability. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's they like, can claim that they, they had no idea. And yeah. How can know. you prove it? Yeah. We yeah. think it's just some prankster. We yeah. think. We, we never did get to the bottom of it. Now, remember, you never have to prove your innocence. You just have to prove that it's possible that you didn't do it and somebody else did. OJ made it famous. Yeah. It's like, well, I, I may not have done it. Well, who who would have done it? That's not that's not the point. Yeah, I may not have done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's cool. Yep. It's cool. Yep. Anyhow, Rick giving us a wrap up sign. Oh yeah, I guess they do want to close. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow, I guess we did. Oh well, and that's we're gonna, all right. We're gonna have to ask him if he's gonna let us, you know, sleep in the back room or uh, or sleep upstairs in the uh, office spaces or. Well, he 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 got us a hotel down the road at the oh, nice okay. one. Yeah. All right. I yeah. thought we were bunking out on like the couch in his office or no, something. No, he there. actually got a decent rate because he's like a frequent whatever oh, at the okay. Omni up there near uh, Lower Broadway. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, so we just sit out and fucking watch it rain from the big window. Yeah. The thing is, is he got us one room, though, which is fine with two beds. That's fine. Okay. I told him that's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, anyhow, he doesn't need to spend that much money on us. I, I spent a lot of nights in hotel rooms with bandmates, so I'm... I'm pretty used to hearing other people fart and snore. So. <laughs> oh, that's one thing I used to demand with my old job is whenever they sent me out of town, I said, no, I bunk alone. <laughs> and the reason is because when I very first started doing it, they bunked me with somebody. They always bunked me with the fucking the, the douchebag. The uh, guy that, like, snored really loud or chewed and spit all over oh, the place. Yeah. Everywhere I went, this one guy chewed. Everywhere I went, there's fucking spit cups all over oh, all over the room. And the whole room smelled like spit. Oh. And then he'd take a shower, and I'd go in there and be fucking ball hair all over the drain <laughs> and shit. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> so after that guy uh, got fired... I told him, I said, no more bunking. If I bunk with someone, I'm not fucking doing it. Yeah. So uh, they just started bunking us alone then. There was a, a keyboard player that we had in Weatherhead that snored like a tornado was going in the room. Oh, that's what this guy did. Yeah. And we uh, we would go up to Falls City, Nebraska and play a place up there fairly mm. frequently. Uh, um. And then we, you know, we play a Friday night, get a hotel room, and stand and stay over, and then play the Saturday night, and then go home. Um, and the first night we did that, it was like, oh my God, the way this guy snores, no one can sleep. Mm-hmm. So we said, you're getting your own room tomorrow or, or next time, and and you're paying for it. So the next time we went up there and we did it again, we we made him get the room next door, <laughs> and we could still hear him so oh. freaking loud. It wasn't. Oh. It was just as bad. <laughs> It's like, dude, you need to go see a doctor. I used to pray I'd get a sinus infection just so I could revenge snoring. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd never heard someone snore that loud. He probably had sleep apnea. My wife snores I think we all do, but but not like that. Yeah, that was... There's people that snore on that level that it shakes the walls. Yeah. That's That's, what this guy did. That and the ball hair and the dip cups. That's the sound of brain cells dying from lack of oxygen. (laughs) You know how bad a room smells? It smells like fucking mouth and dip. Yeah. And like, he didn't, he never brushed his teeth either. So it smelled like decayed teeth, dip. Uh, Our singer used to, used to dip, but he would, uh, he wouldn't do it while he was, while we were on stage. But as soon as we were done, you know, that little wad went in his, in his jaw. (laughs) But he did, he did have. You know, fairly good hygiene, which was nice. Oh, this but guy didn't. And whenever he talked to you, that fucking yeah. dragon breath combined with a skull. Yeah. Ugh, ugh. What was what was funny about uh, oh, our and he singer, picked his nose all the time. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. What was funny about Albert was uh, he'd uh, he'd usually be drinking a beer, <coughs> uh-huh. and he'd have a an empty to spit in, and then you know a beer that he'd be drinking, and occasionally he'd forget which was which. He'd take a swig out of That's his what spit. The, yeah, I've seen this guy do that too. <laughs> First time uh, I saw him do that, I swear he was going to hurl. He could, fortunately, he didn't swallow. He just got a mouthful, and he's like. <laughs> I did get some entertainment from said douchebag that I used to have to bunk with. And this just reminded me of it for some reason, because he did that a few times, too. Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd mess his cups up, and he'd be like, um, <laughs> Anyhow, we were, we were doing this college. I think it's up in Wisconsin or something. And uh, anyhow, we're walking down this hall, because the only way we could get from one end to the other is we had to go through the populated area. Mm-hmm. So... They said, yeah, they said, just don't talk to anyone. Just go straight from one end to the other. You know, make sure no one's going to trip over your toolboxes if you're dragging them and all that stuff. Yeah. So, anyhow, he just starts farting really loudly. <laughs> Lovely. And these chicks walking behind him about fucking vomiting. <laughs> because first they heard that loud noise, and then that smell hit him. And they were like going, <laughs> running off and shit. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, at that point, there's no it was denying actually kind of funny. <laughs> that this air came out of that person's ass. Yeah. And at first, it was like bad enough that he ripped it so loud it shook the walls. Yeah. But then the smell hit him. Yeah. And then that thing was lethal because I was up in front and I could get little whiffs up. Like, oh mm-hmm. my God, those girls are probably, they probably had to go to an oxygen machine, an iron lung. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was fucking horrible. Oh, yeah. 
Well, on that lovely note, I think we're going to let Rick go ahead and close up. Well, Rick's getting ready to fucking bar... You know how he puts those bars? Yeah. He's getting ready to fucking bar us in, so we better go. (laughs) We're going to be stuck on this balcony all night. All right, fucktards. We'll see you guys (laughs) later. Night. Night. Hey. Where'd everybody go? Where are the douchebags? Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.